0: So, uh, also this weekend uh, is our Stewardship, uh, D- D- uh, Das Stewardship, there's a little cards at the end of the pew, so, just, you know, if you, if you would, uh, each cohort or each family would get, uh, grab one, or each individual would gather, grab one, and be thoughtful of that while I, I preach today, and uh, at the end we'll take a couple minutes just to maybe uh, make our pledge like we usually do, but... I don't like to preach on stewardship. I don't like to talk about money at all, so I'm not going to too much. I'd rather talk about something else, uh, the gospel. You know, praise God. Uh, so, you know, I've been, especially as I read this, in that idea of connection uh, that we have to have. And it, it's, it's got me thinking that this year, uh, this last year, has been a year of disconnection, hasn't it? Uh, a lot of isolation, a lot of things that have changed in our life, a lot of things that used to uh we used to count on or take for granted now all of a sudden they're not there and and even as we, as we slowly emerge, there are just so many un, uncertainties out there and but do you remember uh, last year uh, around the time of the shutdown and you know the government told us we couldn't have mass anymore and we had to shut down and it was it was that, that was kind of odd, wasn't it? Uh, you know even for people who maybe uh, you know didn't like mass so much, but it's like you you can't tell me I can't go to mass, right? That's just that's just weird, but that's what it was. And and I remember, uh, you know, being over at the house, and you know, we don't have church. I mean, the, the three of us—Father Goodell and Father Clater and myself—we were coming over here, and we we're having mass, but it was just the three of us, and we had this camera, and we were filming it, and you guys were watching at home, and and uh, that's no fun. I mean, it's novel, maybe for a master, too, but all of a sudden you get, like, yeah, I think I'll get up and make myself some toast or have some coffee <laughs> while my Father's doing his homily. It's perfect time to have breakfast, you know. <laughs> but either way, uh, you know, nobody liked that, and so we were trying to think of different ways to stay connected, and because, for me, the... It was, it was brutal because, you know, I, one of the joys of being a priest is like seeing everybody on Sundays, on the weekend, and that makes it just, it's like, oh, this makes it real for us, and then not to have you here. I said, guys, we've got to do something, and, and so we had like the drive-by, remember the drive-bys that we had, the SOS, seeing our Savior and the monstrance, and, and then we were told we couldn't have the parking lot, so we stood on Main Street in front of the downtown church, and, you know, we were blessing cars as they drove by, it was, you know, anything, it was lame, but we had, you know, just we wanted to stay connected. But that first SOS, it was, it was like, oh, yeah, I hope, a few, I hope some people come. Well, you know, we were, remember, like Crane Road was backed up like a mile uh, in both directions because people, they want this was out of the norm, and they would like, I, I, I want to go to church, or I want to see our church, I want to see our priest, or I want to see Jesus, and and I was just so blown away. I mean, you know, I was, I and mean, the sheriff wasn't happy, but I was thrilled you know, because the traffic was just crazy. But, and so we did that until we didn't have to do it anymore, until we opened up. And now every week, uh, more and more people come back as, you know, they get their vaccinations and, and now we're to a point where at the, like especially the morning masses, you know, we're almost kind of uh, pushing the envelope a little bit where, you know, trying to find places for people where we can still socially distance, but I think that's great. Uh, you know, everybody's in a different place in regards to it, but everybody finds our way here and everybody has a chance to worship, everybody gets to see Jesus, everybody gets to receive Jesus. Uh, man, it's, it's, a, it's like you don't know what you've got until you lose it. And then you don't realize what, what a connection this all means to us. Um, and we had our first graders, our second graders here this, this weekend and last weekend for First Communions. and had a few masses for them and their families. And, and, you know, I'm preaching to the choir because you're all here. And, and so I can say this. Um, and it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to evangelize them. And I, it's, I try to create a very affirming but also challenging uh, moment for them to realize that what they're giving their kids for the first time is something they re- can receive every week. And indeed, they need it every week. Um, and when we started... Uh, daily Mass for the grade school students. A lot of pushback. And I, and I said, folks, I know this from experience because I did it at Holy Cross, I did it at St. Bridget. Uh, daily Mass changes kids, changes teachers, changes people who go to daily Mass. You might not perceive it, but those, those imperceptible graces that come to you every day in receiving Jesus changes you over time. And you might not be able to say exactly how it happens, But you know one thing is that I know that if I hadn't been going to Mass, if I hadn't been receiving Jesus daily or every week, I would be a different person. Because that's how the Lord works, right? Like, you're here. And I'm not saying uh, all of you uh, are like, oh, yeah, you get to go to Mass, it's 5 o'clock, you know, on Sunday. I I can't wait. Uh, We're all in different places, but that's okay. But you're here. I remember one time, this is a total aside, I just thought of this. This is a great story. Uh, I was in college, and I came home. And uh, my little brother, Matt, he was, you know, like seven or eight, right? And yeah, he, I, I told my, I, my parents, I was, I'll go, I'll go, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go to church uh, at the later Mass. And they said, my mom and dad, they're very smart. And they said, well, you take your little brother with you. Because <laughs> I wasn't gonna go to church. <laughs> I was gonna run and get the bullets in and then leave. And and so uh, so I get, you know, Matt and I are in the car. I said, man, you don't want to go to Mass today." he doesn't know. He just said, whatever you want to do, I'll do. And he's just happy to be like hanging out with his brother. So I took him, remember the old St. Charles Town, the Charlestown Mall out there? Uh, on, you know, behind the Jewel, remember that thing? They tore it down. Uh, and so there was a theater there. And so I said, man, let's go to a movie. So I, I took them to a movie. It's like 11 in the morning. And you know, we sit down and we're watching this film. All of a sudden, you know, 10 minutes into the movie, I, there's this tap on my shoulder. And I, I turn around, guess who it was? It was my mom. <laughs> I was like, how do, how do these things happen? <laughs> And she only said, she just it was real brief. She goes, uh, 5 o'clock, Batavia, and she walked away. She got up and she walked in. Because Batavia, Holy Cross, had a Mass at 5 o'clock back in those days. So sure enough, my brother, Matt, and I were at the 5 o'clock Mass in Batavia. I never did that again, at least with my brother, all right? And, you know, because we don't, we're all in different places. So, but my point is this. The Eucharist changes us. Slowly and perceptibly, our coming here and being part of a family, being connected to each other by being connected to Jesus, changes our lives. You don't know how it happens, but it does. You know, there's a prayer that we say before Mass as priests. We say, priest of God, say this Mass is though your first Mass, uh, your last Mass, your only Mass. Because every Mass matters. Every Eucharist matters. Every time we get to come here and be part of this family matters that's why coming here is is infinitely greater and better than just sitting on your front porch and saying i'm just going to journal on a sunday morning and have my coffee right because faith is a shared experience it is us as brothers and sisters in the lord who have inherited by the blood of jesus uh, a family every week is strengthened as we receive that which makes us blood brothers and sisters by receiving the body and blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. It can't be done any other way. So, the vine and the branches. And when we separate ourselves from uh, the vine, when we separate ourselves from the power, when we separate ourselves from Jesus, we diminish our, our spiritual power. You can't be the best mom and dad you can't be the best son or daughter you can't be the best boyfriend or girlfriend you cannot do it the best right I'm not just saying settling because we often do we think that's the greatest but it's not when you trust the Lord to let you uh, be guided by him in your relationships and in your life and in your loves it will be better than what you can do without him amen it will. We are connected to each other by being connected to Jesus. We're never, look at it this way, we're never as far away from each other as we are from the nearest tabernacle. Right? That's why we're here. And so as a priest, like going back to uh, you know, how we were deprived of it, you don't, you don't know how good you got it until it's gone and how much we take it for granted until it's taken away from us. I missed it. I missed you. And seeing you drive by just to see Jesus just so that the, your priest could like say hi to you. And you were crying. I was crying. It was, a, it was a, it's like, my gosh, what's going on in the world? We need this. We need each other. We need Jesus with each other. So, I guess my whole point of this is just like, I hope you're thankful. I hope you realize what a gift this is being able to come here tonight Uh, at the end of the day after a day of being with your family with each other and walking and enjoying God's graces and the sun and the beauty of our lives on a Sunday afternoon you get to come and put an exclamation point on it I hope you're grateful, I am as a priest to be in my last this is my last assignment I hope, you know uh, and i don 't mean that I want it to be over, but I, you know i my I think my retirement at the age of seventy to seventy five uh it 'll be here and i 've got about twelve years with you folks left, and you poor people you know? <laughs> but to, 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 for me is is a, a guy who grew up here and was born in this parish, baptized in this parish, received all my sacraments in this parish to get to to, to end it, uh, you know, with you in my parish, in this place where I was born. Oh my gosh. What a joy. We're, we're so blessed. Huh? And, you know, I hope that as we contemplate what it means to be connected and what it means how we allow the difficulties we face in our life to prune us and to strengthen us so that we can go out and boldly proclaim, I belong to St. Pat's, I belong to the Catholic Church, I get to receive Jesus every week, I get to belong to this amazing life. That, uh, you know, you don't take it for granted. Not anymore, just be grateful because um, I am for you. This last year you've you've shown so many uh, outstanding witnesses of, uh, of love for your church and your priests and your parish and just your generosity and your presence and your encouragement, all of us together. Um, as I said, today's uh, DSA,
1: and I, I don't like
0: talking about this stuff. It's this is the stuff that keeps me up at night, even having to think about doing it, but also worrying that we won't make it. But, you know, every year we have a target, and every year we have the biggest one in the diocese because we're the biggest parish, and and we're so blessed. Uh, but every year we do it because you guys are so wonderful and so generous. And last year we went 30000 over our goal, and all that money came back to us, and we put that towards youth ministry and our, our evangelization program and, and all the different things we're doing, the cameras for the churches so we could stay connected and... All these things. So all I'm asking you to do this year, uh, you, a lot of you have already done it. You sent your envelopes in and you already did it online. But if you haven't, that's what the envelopes are in the pew for. And, I, and that's why I want you to have them now. Because I don't want the moment to pass. And so to fill them out now so that when the usher comes down with the offertory, you can throw them in. And if you're not ready, at least bring them back next week. Or mail them in or go online. But to think about what it is you're grateful for for your parish. And use DSA as a way to say thank you. You know, how are you grateful to Bishop? We had a great Bishop, and he's being, you know, in Chicago, they're, it's, they're like in the Stone Age back there, you know, with Cardinal supich and the restrictions they've got. I don't, that's their deal. Uh, but to be able to, if, if, if one of the people from Chicago, from a church downtown, came out here and saw one of our masses on a Sunday, they they just say, what's going on here? It's like COVID never happened, you know? So that's because of Bishop. He's, 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 he's making sure that we get to get back and get it, get it back to normal, still making sure we're safe and we're following the, the protocols, but there's a way to do it. There's a way not to do it, huh? So we're grateful for our Bishop. And I guess if you were to think, all right, what's one thing I'm grateful for? I'm gonna give you an idea. Uh, for the last nine or 10 years, St. Pat's has been really blessed. If you think about all the associates that have gone through this place over the, over the years, the last 10, you guys have hit the jackpot with associate pastors. You wanna go back and count them? Uh, remember Dietz? Remember Browning? Remember Mano? Uh, you know, uh, Sarmiento? Ganella, Claydar? How could we forget Father Claydar? And, and, and Father Jack. Man, that's, that's, that's an embarrassment of riches. You know why, you, why those priests are sent here? Because you guys are so amazing. This is like the best parish for a young guy to come and to be taught how to be a priest and how to be embraced as a priest, how to be affirmed as a priest so that they can go out and do in their parishes when they get to be pastors what uh, you guys taught them how to do here. You guys are amazing. It doesn't just happen, you know? So thank Bishop for that. That we, we've had such good associates. And if you, you know, again, if you fill it out now, please do it, throw it in the basket. If you're gonna do it online, remember those guys and make your pledge. Do what you did last year and we'll be fine. I'm not asking for any more. If you can't because of circumstances, the world is crazy and a lot of people have suffered, don't give anything. But if you've been blessed, give a little bit more to help those who, to help make up for those who can't do anything, right? Just do something. We've all got skin in the game. Give a buck. But just say you're part of this family, that we're all connected, and this matters. Please do. So, brothers and sisters, I love you. I love being your priest. You're stuck with me for <laughs> at least 10 to 12 more years. Praise God. And, uh, and we've got a lot of work to do. Oh, there's so much more uh, that Jesus has got for us. Amen? All right, I'll give you a couple minutes.